Welcome to the SpireCast, a bi-weekly podcast from Spire Workforce Solutions in Atlanta, Georgia. So we've spent a considerable amount of time in our first season of the podcast here on how to work with recruiters and how to present yourself, how to interview, and so on. But how do you give yourself and your resume and LinkedIn profile a boost? So welcome Casey Faraba to the SpireCast. Casey has experience in the recruiting field and is also the co-founder of HireGuide, a company providing resume writing solutions, profile development, and coaching. So she and Mike connected to cover the details on how a resume writer approaches working with people just like you. Here they are. So Casey, thank you for coming on this afternoon. You are a first guest uh, host, co-host of our podcast, so congratulations to you. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for not only for the invitation, but for thinking of me in the first place and, and having me on. I'm really excited. It's, it's my first venture into the world of podcasts as well. Well, we're glad to have you. Obviously, now we hear uh, all the time, since we have a podcast, everyone has a podcast. So hopefully we'll add some value to folks listening today. And um, what we wanted to kind of discuss and why we thought it was important to bring someone like you on is of your professional background. Obviously, um, I'll let you get into it, but um, for the most part, coming into recruiting as, a, as an agency recruiter and now getting into the world of resume writing, um, we did a, um, you know, a podcast the other, the other week on what makes a, a strong resume, and we felt that we could expand on that with you this afternoon. So um, if you wouldn't mind, why don't you give uh, our folks kind of a glimpse into your career, how you started into recruiting, and how you evolved into what you're doing today? Sure, um, I'd be happy to. I feel like I can't be the only person to say this. Perhaps some people do start out uh, with a desire to, to get into human resources or recruiting, but um, that is not quite the way I got started. I actually was contacted by a recruiter <laughs> that I had worked with previously who said, hey, what do you think about recruiting? And I was absolutely happy to take the, the interview with the first firm that ended up giving me that chance, that start, um, and had a, a, quite a, a positive experience doing that in the Atlanta area, specializing in uh, contract finance and accounting um, placement for about two and a half years before I actually decided to um, take some time off to do a little traveling and adventuring. Um, and I had maybe one one work experience in between that wasn't related to the field, but eventually found my way back to another Atlanta firm, which I had a, another positive experience with doing uh, this time permanent accounting and finance staffing, um, but who was willing to allow me to work remotely, which I was still abroad and traveling at the time and needed some flexibility. So um, once getting all that experience under my, my belt, I was ready to do something that allowed a little bit more autonomy, which is why I started to kind of slowly venture out um, on my own, picking up um, some initial clients when I decided to go on my own and realize that this was a viable venture to 
to be someone who kind of got with people before the search process started or supported them at, at various points in it, which I also do coach as well um, and, and do that and go along with people at, at various points of the cycle. But um, my initial venture was to start helping people right at the beginning or before they got engaged in the search with resume writing, um, cover letters, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn service as well. So just kind of needed some flexibility in my own personal life and what I wanted to do was take the pieces of you know my previous recruitment and, and HR experience and put something together that not only helped people and sometimes in a really really major way um, but also that you know offered me um, you know a revenue stream and the flexibility in my personal life so that's kind of how I arrived here. Well excellent so that that's a prime example too I think to um, kind of the, the folks that we work with, a large majority of our clientele on the candidate side, and even now becoming on the hiring manager side as our generation of millennials um, gets older, um, is the fact that they do crave that, that, that flexibility and autonomy. So I think, number one, as, you, as folks that look for advice and, and solace into the thought of, hey, I, I, can, I can have it all, so to speak, um, I think it starts with putting your name out there professionally. And you did mention LinkedIn, which I, I think is important. And I'll let you kind of dive into how you coach folks on how to build out their, their resume, which I would assume include LinkedIn. But um, as you go into and, and give these pieces of advice or, you know, ha- help them through and navigating the, the job boards or however they are looking to find work or to find that position that allows them, you know, maybe flexibility or autonomy or whatever they are looking for, how do you go about in terms of um, structuring their online profile and resume or do you compartmentalize them or is it pretty much a kind of you got to have it all can you elaborate on that yeah absolutely so i don't think i'm the only one that would say this but i do it it goes um it can go by field it can vary by field and it can also vary by professional level which is kind of how I tier my service. Um, something that I would do for a recent graduate is not the same thing that I would do for a professional. And it also varies for people in leadership positions all the way up to the executive level. And uh, again, those are the, the four tiers that I ser- service. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think if there are some non-negotiables or some must-haves on a resume, but it really, really can depend. Of course, education, experience, um, other sections can can truly vary by, by person. Um, a summary or a profile would be something that I would absolutely do for professionals and up, not something that I would do for a recent graduate. Um, highlight sections, or other small summaries of accomplishments, however it's titled, is, is not usually of great concern to me, but those may be things that you'd want to include, um, especially the higher level you go or within certain sectors or, or functions such as sales. That might be somewhere where you'd want to have a true highlight section while for, um, you know, maybe a mechanical engineer who's got a couple of years of experience, which is actually my next upcoming client, we we might not do that. We might focus more on what he does, you know, and his day-to-day and maybe list some of the 
big wins or big projects that he's worked on um, within the experience section within uh, that relate to each job that he's held. So um, it really, really just depends. But yes, of course, there are some core sections that you've got to have skills, education, experience, and a few other things that um, I think really need to remain uh, that are integral to every resume. So. Um, other than that, and you could absolutely pull your network for advice on that. Ask someone like me a quick message over LinkedIn. I would be happy to say, hey, yes, it would be great to include your volunteer experience or no, hey, that's cluttering up the resume and it might not, you know, go as far with the, the readers or the people that, um, you know, are in your professional network might not put as much stock in, in that particular section. Um, and we, we touched on LinkedIn, which is another service that I provide, and I feel it sh should be more of a focus for, for people who come to me for help. Um, but right now, I can I can tell you that by, by far, the resume service is the most purchased product that, that I have in, in the Higher Guide mix at this point. Um, but LinkedIn is so, so critical. And I almost feel that it's more critical the higher level that you go. I don't know if you would share in that opinion. What do you think? Share with, say that again. It, yeah, so as far as the importance of your LinkedIn profile, I actually think the importance the increases the higher level that you are. So just starting out in your career, maybe not as critical, but as you grow, take on leadership responsibility, kind of your online profile, I think increases in importance, um, especially since you um, you probably lose time on the job search. You're probably a more sought after person at that point, and you definitely want to have a strong online presence for people to find you, not necessarily for you to be spending all your time, you know, submitting resumes or your LinkedIn profile um, for openings, but it's more for people to, or it can be more for people to find you, but also for, you know, recommendations, expertise, um, influence as well. But yes, again, I, I was curious if you might share in that opinion that the higher the level you go, the the more experience that you get in your career, the more important your LinkedIn profile and an online profile become. I mean, I would say that this is really why I wanted to talk to someone like you is because I, as a recruiter, I have a ton of bias in that your LinkedIn should be up to date all the time because as a recruiter... Yeah, well, I that. yeah, I mean, and, and, but yeah, it, to the extent of how much it needs to be built out, you know, you don't want to look like you're looking for a job all the time, it would probably rub your current employer the wrong way. So there's all this delicate balance that needs to be considered. But I do think that sure. lower level to higher level, you know, your LinkedIn is probably uh, the first stop for a recruiter, um, especially, you know, in a three and a half percent unemployment type market right now. And that won't be like this forever. Absolutely. But Right now, I mean, we're looking for folks, and the first thing we do is look on LinkedIn, and, and we run a search. So, but yeah, I think marrying the two is is the, of the utmost important. Once you get through the LinkedIn piece, you have to back it up with something that's professionally done. And I think what you're saying, it, it, it's going to vary. It's going to be tough for someone to take this and be like, oh, I know what to do now. 
Um, but I, I do think that, you know, talking to you would be a good first step for folks as they look to build out their, their resumes. But, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think if anything else, you know, writing a summary that's, um, has some personality to it, but includes your highlights, um, maybe some things that could get picked up in a search because I know LinkedIn does prioritize that. Um, in the search rankings. <laughs> I would say at least doing that and copying and pasting maybe what you have from your resume into the content section and at least building that out, I think is an excellent start. Whether you decide to bring on a writer like me who can um, build it out and, and has experience and, and kind of knows what to do since you know I'm, I'm in that, I'm in this world every single day, but I think at least if you're doing that, putting something in for the tagline, which LinkedIn won't allow you to have a profile without a tagline, but just putting even a little bit of thought to it, I think is an excellent, excellent first start and can can take you several matches up from um, you know, someone or compared to another candidate who's not doing that. Even even a minimal amount of effort is, is an excellent step. Many thanks to Casey Faraba for joining us for this episode of the SpireCast. If you'd like to learn a little bit more on how to connect with Casey or on how to work with a company like HireGuide, you can check out the episode page or you can go to HireGuideHelps.com. The SpireCast is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Spire Workforce Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about Spire, how to work with a company like us, to find the right career path, or if you want to hire more effectively and strategically, visit our website at spireworkforcesolutions.com, connect with Mike, Matt, and the rest of the team on LinkedIn, or drop us a line at 732-859-7708. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. You've been listening to The SpireCast.